0: Hey, South Africa, and happy Women's Month. And welcome back to another exciting Farmers Inside Track weekend podcast. Now, we'll kick things right off. The National Institute of Communicable Disease has recently confirmed a rabies outbreak in the West Rand of Gauteng. The NICD urges people who get bitten by domestic farm or wild animals to take the necessary steps that can save their lives. Now, this week, journalist Duncan Masiwa Chats to Dr. Didi Klaassen, AFRIVET's executive technical and marketing support, to unpack this issue and how to curb these outbreaks. Over to you, Duncan.
1: What is your biggest concern in terms of the rabies outbreak in Gauteng?
2: Thank you. My biggest concern regarding any rabies outbreak is that people don't take it seriously enough or that they go to the polar opposite side and start harming animals out of fear of rabies. So that is something that's concerning me. If people don't take it seriously enough, they don't have their pets vaccinated or they don't report suspect animals, it can be an issue. And then also if people start harming innocent animals, it's also completely unnecessary. So it's important that people educate themselves pertaining to all aspects of the disease. Government has a lot of resources that people can access to make sure that they know what's going on and don't make mistakes.
1: Can you list the steps or necessary precautions people who in fact get bitten by domestic farm or wild animals should take that can ultimately save their lives? This is
2: such a good question. And I'm glad that you mentioned domestic farm and wild animals. Uh, I've that it's not just wildlife that can transmit this disease. So the first thing is to know that it's not only bite wounds, the virus is transmitted in saliva. So scratches... rabbit animals licking you or then obviously a bite wound is the way that you can contract the disease. So the first thing you need to do is to wash the area of exposure, the bite wound, whether it's bleeding or not, to wash it thoroughly with running water and soap. The guide is anything between 10 and 15 minutes to make sure that you dilute the virus at the infection site and then you seek medical attention immediately. It's really important to notify the medical staff that you were bitten or scratched by an animal showing abnormal behavior so that they can assess your risk, examine your wound and then look at what category of exposure medication or post-exposure prophylaxis you're going to require. And then obviously a very important part that people usually forget is to notify the state vet or animal health technician in your area so that they can go investigate the animal Not all animals that bite have rabies and not all rabies animals bite. So it's important that a veterinarian, animal health technician go and assess the animal and then they give feedback to the medical doctor or the nurse. So they need to start the post-exposure prophylaxis in a suspect rabies case immediately. We can't wait for results. But let's say, for example, the veterinarian or the animal health technician gets back to the medical professional and they say that it's not rabies, then they can discontinue the post-exposure prophylaxis. But if it is rabies, you would have wanted to start immediately. So the vital steps in summary is wash that wound with running water and soak for at least 10 to 15 minutes. Then go seek medical attention immediately and alert the healthcare facility it was an animal bite and that the animal had suspect behavior then notify the state uh, veterinarian or animal health technician and then they can go assess the situation. This literally is the difference between life and death.
1: Regarding the rabies vaccination campaigns that are currently underway in the restaurant of Gauteng, why are they so necessary?
2: Vaccinating dogs and cats is the most important way to control this disease. The vaccinated animals creates a buffer between humans and potentially infected wildlife. We can't control wildlife and where they roam, but we can have our pets vaccinated. So if they're exposed to a potentially rabid animal and they do get bitten and they are protected and so you and your family are protected, but if they're not vaccinated, unfortunately they can contract rabies and due to the risk and high fatality rate of this disease, unfortunately these animals will have to be euthanized. And we don't want that. So um, government is providing free vaccinations, especially during times of an outbreak like what we're seeing now in the West Rand. So there's no excuse not to have your pets vaccinated. And if you can't make it to the government vaccination points, private vets also vaccinate against rabies, obviously at a fee. But government is doing their best to make sure that the opportunity is there for people to use. And no matter where you live, government regularly organises or arranges vaccination campaigns throughout the year. So look out for those and make sure that you make use of it, because we never know when there's going to be a rabies outbreak. And that's the reason why these vaccinations are mandatory in South Africa, just to make sure that the human population is protected, but then also that our pets don't have to be put down for not being vaccinated when exposed. And the disease doesn't know boundaries, so it can literally break out anywhere. I know people always think it's a rural disease, but we need to be careful and not underestimate where it can arise. And just the last thing, this disease is 100% fatal in people and in animals if it's not handled correctly. But it's also 100% preventable. Make sure that if you see suspect animals, do not approach them. Report them immediately so that they can be handled by the authorities. And then also, if you do in the event that such an animal does bite, lick, or scratch you, that you seek the great medical attention.
0: Thanks, Duncan. And a big thanks for joining us, Dr. Didi Clason, AFRI Vets Executive for Technical and Marketing Support. Remember, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members, and fellow farmers. Until next week, stay safe. And wishing all the amazing women in the agricultural sector a happy Women's Day. And have a great time just taking some time for yourself, a bit of self-care, a bit of self-love. Enjoy it. Bye for now. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love food for Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on
1: www.farmersinsidetrack.com dot co dot za